to this February edition of Ammonford Talking Newspaper. I hope you all managed to enjoy the sunshine and blue skies last week. It certainly made me feel better after the unending rain of the weeks before. I apologise to anyone who does not know how to contact us by telephone. My home number is 01269 While I'm not at home all the time, my husband will take a message for me. He is visually impaired, so it takes a while to write a telephone number down, so please be patient. We will put my number on cassette and CD labels as soon as we can get around to it. You all should be aware that if you send a written message to Ammonford Talking Newspaper, and put articles for the blind at the top of the envelope, you do not need to pay any postage. John is also going to tell you about our website and podcast, but I'll leave that to him. A big thank you goes to the listener who sent us a cheque for £50. I have written to her separately. Also many thanks to the Royal Kitchen Restaurant and customers for raising £14.75 via their collecting box. In addition, Nevin Anthony gave me £30 as a donation. We are all very grateful to you all for these donations and thank you. Please keep them coming. Now, our readers this month are Mary, Peggy, Gwyneth and Aldwith for the English section. Derry and Audrey are reading our Welsh section. In addition, Glenn, a former soldier, will be telling you a bit about his experiences of post-traumatic stress disorder and the charity he is now involved with. We are fortunate that Glenn has also agreed to help us out in the recording studio and is currently learning the ropes from John. So, without further preamble, let's get on with the show. Without any further preamble, she said, well, I'm the further preamble. John here, just to tell you about our latest thing, which is the website. Yes, we've come up to date. We're all very modern and we're all very technical. So I'm going to give you the website address. I'll give it to you a couple of times and I'll tell you then what's on it. Right, the address is atn. Dot Talking News, that's T-A-L-K-I-N-G-N-E-W-S dot O-R-G. Okay, I'll give it to you again. Yeah, and it's all lowercase. Yeah, I wish I, I wish you were here watching this because Ina is sitting just alongside me here and she's giving me lots and lots of strange hand signals. Tell me it's lowercase. Yes, it's all <laughs> lowercase atn.talkingnews.org that will take you to our welcome page on the welcome page are a few small um, leaders just to tell you about us then there is a menu on the top of the, the page which will take you to various places like the gallery which will give you an idea of what we all look like Mind you, I've managed to avoid it so far. I haven't taken a picture of myself, but I've got pictures of everybody else. And they're all on the gallery. So you can see what the, what the, vo- uh, the people that the voices are attached to. Or is that the other way around? Probably. Then we've got um, pod- a podcast, 
What's a podcast, I hear you shouting? Well, it's a posh way of saying that if you click on the right button, you'll hear the latest broadcast. You'll hear our latest tape or CD or whatever. And it means that if you're talking to someone, if you're writing to someone in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, anywhere like that, and you want them to hear the latest local news, just give them the address, atn.talkingnews.org. They can click on the podcast and they will hear exactly the same program as you. Isn't that wonderful, eh? Without them having to have a CD or a tape or anything like that, up will come the latest news for them. There's lots of things like that on there and it's going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you want to have a look at our website, and I'm saying have a look, because even if you can't see, we are putting a lot of noisy things on it. So it will read itself eventually. Give me a little bit of time to work it out, but it will all work. Now I will hand hand back to Ina. No, I'm not handing back to you, am I? No, she's not. She's shaking her head the here. I'm going, I'm going to now. The readers. I'm going to the readers now. Okay, readers, off you go. 950 pound for cancer at a stroke. In the swim, 15 members of Almond Valley adult learners swam for more than five miles, raising 945 pound 50 in the process. The money has been presented to Joy Walters of Macmillan Cancer Support. Five new schools join Healthy Breakfast Scheme. Healthy school breakfasts are to be served up to a growing number of school children as the county's free school break breakfast scheme is extended from next week. It is part of a move to roll out the initiative to every school in Carmarthenshire over time. Llandailo, Abergwilly, Capelewen, Tally and Bryn primary schools will be added to the roll call from Monday. It will mean that nearly 90 schools will be included in the successful scheme. Organisers say the clubs are going from strength to strength, with more than 2,500 children sitting down to a nutritious breakfast to start the day. The council is one of the most successful in Wales, with more than two-thirds of primaries signed up. Children are offered non-sugar-coated cereal, fruit, toast, yoghurt, milk and fruit juice. The average uptake is 32%, with some schools as high as 79%. Catering chefs say they are delighted by the response, which comes at a time when growing importance is being placed on nutrition in schools. Residents clean up at the double. More than 22 tonnes of rubbish, the weight of two double-decker buses, has been cleaned up from some of Carmarthenshire's most deprived areas during the last six months. 21 clean-ups and five waste amnesties have been held in four of the county's community's first wards. 400 bags of rubbish have been collected and 360 volunteers have given up 640 hours of their time in a bid to improve the area in which they live. Pride in our community's officer, Daniel Snaith, is working within the wards of Pantafanon and the Upper Ammon Valley with the aim of raising awareness of and tackling the problem of fly tipping. He said one of the main aims of the project was to encourage residents to take responsibility for their area. Daniel has been delighted with the response he has received, he said. 
I have worked with a number of community groups, including schools, youth clubs and residents associations, who have taken positive action to combat local fly tipping problems and improve the environment for both residents and visitors to enjoy. The hard work and dedication of these volunteers has been invaluable in contributing to the success of the project. Murder accused appears before judge. A 21-year-old woman has made her first appearance in the Crown Court, charged with the murder of Bernard Jason Evans in Ammonford. Mr Evans, 41, died from a stab wound after an incident at his home in Pantafunnan Road in January 22nd. Maxine Violet Williams, the daughter of Mr Evans's partner, is currently on remand at Eastwood Park Women's Prison near Bristol, charged with his murder. Yesterday, Tuesday, she was connected to number two court at Swansea Crown Court for a hearing before Judge John Deal, the recorder of Swansea. Geraint Walters, prosecuting, informed Judge Deal as to the progress in the case. Police have already taken 50 statements from potential witnesses, but 10 more are still to be interviewed. Various forensic tests are also being carried out, he said. Miss Williams of Cusquim Road, Pembrey, was not asked to speak apart to confirm her name. Judge Deal laid down a timetable by which dates the prosecution must have completed certain stages to enable a trial to take place as soon as possible. The next hearing will be on April 18th, when Williams will be asked to enter a plea. The judge is expected then to fix a trial date. She was remanded in custody in the meantime. Amy survives New Zealand bus crash. An Ammonford woman has survived a horrific bus crash while backpacking in New Zealand. Amy Lewis, 23, luckily escaped the crash with only minor injuries when the bus slipped off a wet road and rolled four times down a bank. The stray travel bus was carrying 17 passengers and was travelling on the State Highway 6 at Charleston. New strategy aims to clean out superbug infection rate. New measures are being introduced to tackle superbugs and protect patients at Estragonalise Hospital. The new plans will bring about strict infection controls to reduce the number of patients with infections entering hospitals. The new strategy will ensure new cleanliness at audits. Ward sisters are given more power over cleanliness a review of staff uniform change in facilities and national standards over infection control. Mid and West Wales Assembly member Alan Davis welcomed the news saying, thanks to Welsh Labour's action on hospital superbugs, such as strict hand washing and hygiene measures, the number of hospital infections including MRSA and Clostridium difficile have been falling steadily. These new plans will go even further in minimising the risk of spreading infections and protecting patients. Staff, patients and all healthcare organisations need to ensure they all understand their role in reducing infections. Renewed appeal over dead man's missing identity. Missing People, the UK's leading charity for missing and unidentified people, has made a renewed appeal for information regarding a body discovered in the Gwendraith Valley two years ago. 
the charity which works with the police, coroners, hospitals and social services to resolve cases of unidentified people, alive or dead, is calling on the public to help identify the man whose decomposed remains was found in woodland near the Pentramar Colliery, Ponteberram. Although he was found on February the 5th, 2006, it is believed the man may have died up to two years previously. He is described as white, aged approximately 45 to 65 years old, around 5 foot 7 tall and of stocky build, with possibly ginger hair and a beard. The majority of his teeth were missing and it is thought these were lost when he was alive. Missing people has checked their missing persons records for clues as to a possible identity, but as yet no conclusive match has been made. If you have any information, please call the confidential 24-hour charity Missing People on free phone 0500 700 700. Miner plagued by ill health. A former cross-hands miner who worked for 36 years underground was plagued by chronic ill health in his later years, a Llanelli inquest has heard. A verdict of death by natural causes was recorded on Thomas Howard Lewis, 71, of Kai Glass, who worked at Pentramour and Kinhydra collieries until he was forced to retire through ill health. Carmarthenshire Deputy Coroner Pauline Mainwaring was told that Mr Lewis, who had been transferred from Prince Philip Hospital to Munith Maur and Tumble, had battled lung cancer, emphysema and bronchitis prior to his death on October the 24th last year. Film night calls for old footage. Gwendroith residents are being asked to root out any old cine or video films of their neighbourhoods. Penigroyce Ward Forum would like to put on a film night shown old cine or video footage of Penegros, Kyrbrin and Bliner. The idea is to copy footage onto a DVD in historical order and then show it onto screen in the community hall. War Development Officer Phil Owen said, Councillor Sean Thomas has some film to start things off, but more is needed. So if you have any old cine films or videos in the attic or in a box under the stairs, Contact Phil Owen in Nyth Goffer, Pennegross, or give him a ring on 01269-841-427. That's 01269-841-427. Or 07768-152154. That's 07768-152154. And he will make sure the film is copied and then returned to you. Village in Dark as library plan was approved. Plans for a new library and community garden in Penegros has been given planning permission, despite claims that various parties in the village knew nothing about the application. Carmarthenshire Council's planning committee gave the application to provide the facilities as part of a housing development at Park Emlyn in Waterloo Road to go ahead at last week's meeting. The decision was made despite Pennegrose Ward Development Officer Phil Owen's claims that some residents had been left in the dark until the night before the meeting. Speaking at the meeting, Mr Owen said, A member of the Welfare Hall phoned me at 10.30pm last night 
to say that they were unable to object because they'd only just found out about the application. He added that both the Welfare Hall and Penigros Gardening Club had asked for the matter to be deferred and that no site notices had been put up to inform residents. Despite his claims, the planning committee followed Officer Kerry Davis's application and gave the plans a go-ahead. In his report, Mr Davis said, It is accepted that the existing library is somewhat deficient as a public building. Disabled access is poor and the building is in dire need of refurbishment. The provision of a purpose-built library within Park Emlyn will be a community benefit and an improvement to the existing facility. This proposal reinforces the commitment made to the local planning authority that the community garden will be repositioned within Park Emlyn. The applicant has also provided a commitment that any costs incurred to date in the construction and completion of the original garden will be reimbursed. The new library and community garden must both be provided before the first house on site is occupied. Dinner is served. Lunch launch. Kevin Madge, Cabinet Member for Health and Social Care, has been dining with older residents at special lunch dates in the Almond Valley recently. He is pictured at Lisa Ruskall, a new luncheon club in Sarren, with councillor Peter Cooper and clients Betty Davis and Evelyn Morgans. The club runs from 11.30am to 1.30pm on a Thursday. For more information, contact 01267 224267. That's 01267 Visit set for waste plant. Controversial plans to use the site of an Ammonford coal washery as a recycling facility will be looked at by Carmarthenshire councillors. T. Richard Jones, Betus Limited, has applied for permission for change of use Glynacowach washery site at Betus. Members of the Council Planning Committee voted to go on a site visit before making a decision on the proposal. The application asked for permission to use the site for the importation, screening and recycling of inert waste. The applicant currently carries out a similar operation at the Foundry Road site and wishes to transfer the operation to a new location. The proposed operation will comprise a waybridge, portable offices and car parking area a dedicated crushing area with a crusher being sited within a concrete pit, a dedicated screening area and pre- and post-processing stockpile areas. 252 letters of objections were received while Betto's councillor John Dorian Evans asked for the site visits to be carried out. The application has been recommended for approval. Planning officer Hugh Town said, the criteria are that the development would not result in significant environmental, transport, amenity or public service provision objections. Homes plan gets council green lights. 93 new homes could soon be built in Bontloin after county planners give proposals a green light. Marthenshire Council's Planning Committee approved a reserved matters application for the houses to be built on land at Mathinvich Farm. The green light came despite 31 letters of objection and a 20-name petition signed by neighbours. 
Concerns raised included the increased risk of flooding, the proposed removal of protected trees and an overloading of the sewage system. County Councillor for Ammonford, Lynn Llewellyn, who spoke at the meeting, said that development would have serious implications for the site's neighbours. This new housing development would impact on residents in Hale Lloyd, Arthur Street and Mudinbach. He said there will be around 200 extra cars using the road. Despite this, county planners followed the recommendation of Officer Andrew Francis and gave the proposal the thumbs up. In his report, Mr Francis said, On balance, the objections raised do not materially outweigh the fact that this is a reserved matters application for the consideration of details of siting, design, landscaping, external appearance and access. Volunteers wanted as rail lovers build up head of steam. Members of Ammond Valley Railway Society are on the lookout for volunteers as they plans to open a new charity shop in Ammonford go full steam ahead. The society, which already runs a shop at Park Hall in Brenamon, is on the hunt for people who can work for as little as just one hour a week. Chief Executive Mike Smith said that the call for help arrives after the group managed to outgrow its upper Ammon Valley base. Regular assistance of as little as one hour a week will be considered, although two or more hours on a regular basis would be preferred. To register interest, call 01269 8246934693. or 01269 That's 01269824545. Sean a star. Graduate Miss Seanid and Harrod Taylor, Chambery, Lon Park Henry, Bontloin, graduated from Trinity College, Carmarthen. She gained a BA Honours degree in primary education with SAC qualifications. During her early years, she was educated at Ammonford Junior School and Ammond Valley Comprehensive School. Business Branch Revival Members of the Ammonford business community are being urged to help re-establish the Carmarthenshire branch of the Federation of Small Businesses. A spokesman said there were almost 600 members in the county providing an invaluable service to the community in economic and social terms by providing jobs for local people. He added that a number of concerns were raised at recent meetings in Carmarthen and Llanelli. These included business rates, parking, transport difficulties, fuel costs, employment and HSE issues. The new county committee will welcome the views of the membership and will do all they can to offer help, he added. A full programme of activities is planned and the members will be kept fully informed. Hopes for one million hotel dashed. Ammonford councillors have expressed their disappointment over the demise of a Birmingham-based property management company which had pledged to build a one million five-star hotel in the town. D.L. O'Driscoll of 288 Stratford Road, Spark Hill had revealed ambitious plans to develop a hotel complete with restaurant, bar and function facilities at the former police station in College Street. Although plans for the hotel collapsed, the County Council subsequently passed an application for flats and offices on the site. 
Now it has emerged that the company was dissolved on October the 30th last year. The news was described as a serious body blow by councillors who have repeatedly expressed concern at the appalling condition of the site. United Nations Award for Caring Village Youngsters Pupils at an Ammon Valley school have been rewarded for caring for the rights of children in the third world. Youngsters at Betus Primary School have been presented with a rights respecting certificate by UNICEF, the United Nations Children's Organisation. All 68 pupils learned about children's rights to education, health and clean water. The certificate was presented by UNICEF representative Paul Johnson. Head teacher Catherine James said, We are very proud of the children. This is our first UNICEF award. Women's Institute member is Branch's youngest. Schoolgirl 15 signs up for WI. Schoolgirl Angharat Evans has become one of the youngest WI members in Wales. But the 15-year-old already feels like an old-timer. Her mother and grandmother have been taking her to meetings since she was in her pram. By joining Langadig Women's Institute, Angharat is following in the footsteps of four generations of women in her family. I've been going to WI since I was three weeks old and I love it, said Angharad, a pupil, ten, year, ten pupil at Escort Pantacellan. I felt the time had come to become a proper member and everyone has made me so welcome. We do loads of things like flower arranging, competitions and taking part in campaigns. Angharad WI has 15 members, mostly aged between 40 and 80, but Angharad says it's not all German Jerusalem. You learn to respect the older generation and look at things from their point of view. They also listen to what I have to say and my opinions are valued. Angharad, who lives in Manodilo, added, My friends think it's cool as well. Dating back to 1915, the Women's Institute is the largest voluntary organisation in the UK. There are 56 groups in the Carmarthenshire Federation, County Secretary Pat Thomas confirmed. Angharad is one of the youngest in the country, in the county. She must be one of the youngest members in Wales, said Mrs Thomas. Does your WI group have younger members? Contact Vicky Dush on 01267 Winter campaign a success. A door-to-door campaign to help elderly and disabled residents in the Upper Ammon Valley renewal area has been hailed a success. Keep Well This Winter was run by Neath Talbot Council in December, together with Care and Repair, the Safer Neath Talbot Partnership and the Mid and West Wales Fire Service. The campaign aimed to look for residents who would be difficult to reach through normal channels by knocking on doors to promote services available to them. Leaflets were sent out to around 700 properties in Lower Brenaman and Gwainca Gerwin. Two mobile teams visit all 24 streets in the renewal area, giving advice and support if needed. Derek Vaughan, leader of Neath Talbot Council, said, This is an exciting time for the Upper Almond Valley, and we want to ensure that the whole community benefits. We want to raise awareness of the services that are available. This reinforces our commitment to regenerate valley communities in Neath Talbot. Altogether, 95 referrals were made to care and repair, welfare rights, the Feel Safe scheme and warm wheels, as well as for fire safety checks and carbon monoxide detectors. 
They also gave out free packs including blankets and energy saving light bulbs. Care and repair enables older and disabled residents to benefit from minor repairs and adaptations to their homes. For more information or to join the Keep Well This Winter scheme, call into the weekly surgeries every Monday at the Community Hall in Gwaikagowin or every Thursday at Ebenezer Chapel in Lowell Brunamon between 10am and noon. Hello, my name is Glenn. Today I'd like to talk to you about a new charity for the treatment of post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, called Resolution. The Resolution Project is a new approach to military PTSD, radical, highly focused and shown to be extremely effective in the 2007 Falklands Veterans Pilot Program. In early 2007, the Human Givens Institute started to communicate with the Falklands Veterans Foundation about a new treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder that they had developed, which was showing remarkable results. It is unlike anything offered by the NHS, the Priory Group, and Combat Stress. I myself have been involved. I have been through the NHS treatment and unfortunately I saw no benefit. I was passed on to a counsellor in the Carmarthenshire Counselling Services who at first I needed to build trust with. Once I realised that the counsellor himself was ex-services, trust came very quickly to me. The treatment is done in a number of sessions, each taking about an hour and the bulk of the work is done in the first session. In most cases, PTSD is not a long-term condition that you have to manage. It is capable of being treated very successfully and in a lot of cases very quickly, leaving the ex-sufferer free to get on with his or her life. This is why I am speaking to you today and I am able to. 12 months ago, I wouldn't be able to sit and talk to you I wouldn't even be able to go out the house. The first ex-service person to be treated by Piers Bishop of the Human Givens Institute was an ex-paratrooper who had been suffering PTSD symptoms since the Falklands War. After the first session, his sleep pattern normalised, the nightmares and other unpleasant symptoms subsided and he stopped feeling angry and depressed. The treatment does not involve telling anyone else what happened. This is a good thing. We know many cases where group or individual therapy that involves talking about traumatic events has made people's symptoms worse. This indeed happened to me. Instead, patients are helped to imagine the incidents occurring in a non-threatening way on an imagery TV screen that at first they do not even look at. All the time they are kept in an extremely calm state throughout the advanced relaxation technique. Even people who think they never relax can be helped in this way. Untreated traumatic memories put the brain and body into a panic, but the experience of visualising the traumatic events 
while keeping extremely calm is enough to re-educate the brain so that it no longer goes into a panic when we are reminded of them. The result is that nightmares, panic attacks and flashbacks usually stop straight away or within a very early stage. But there's more. Trauma victims treated with the human givens approach usually find that their moods become more positive and that the old pleasures start to become active once again. If you are suffering from nightmares, panic attacks and flashbacks, mood swings, irrational anger, depression or any other symptoms which have come on since exposure to an unpleasant event or events, you can contact Resolution directly on 0845 021 7873 or indeed you can email resolution at help at ptsdresolution.org and you will get a swift reply. Resolution also has its own website. This you can visit and browse the pages to see just what has been going on. The website is at www.ptsdresolution.org. On the website you will also find a link through to the Falklands Veterans Foundation. Once on their homepage of the website you will find a link into PTSD and the information that they hold in relation to resolution. I think you will find that this will be of some use to you to read prior to making your decisions. It often takes years before a person with PTSD decides to ask for help. Many are put off by the idea of becoming a patient, giving in or admitting to the world that I can't cope. Resolution is different. It's an outpatient service at discreet locations around the UK. So no one except you will ever have to know that you have been. Resolution are determined that everyone who needs treatment will get it, regardless of means. If you need treatment now for nightmares, flashbacks or other post-traumatic stress symptoms, then call now. Do not worry about the cost, as they will treat everybody. Primarily... Resolution is for military PTSD, but also it can be used in other areas. Resolution can help non-military personnel in a way that they have found to fund the treatment. In some cases, employers will do this. Sometimes benevolent funds set up for particular occupations will help. Private health insurance may meet the bill, or people with the means to do so can fund their own treatment. For me... Resolution has helped enormously. I do not know where I would be today had I not been given the chance of this treatment. So please do not be afraid and do not feel ashamed. If you need help, ring the number and talk to someone. Resolution will arrange for you to talk to a serviceman or woman, if possible, from the same arm of the armed forces who has been treated and is no better. He or she will explain what the treatment entails and how it worked for them. And when you are happy and you want to proceed, they will arrange the first appointment with a practitioner. They have a network of 150 practitioners who are highly experienced in this kind of PTSD work. So can usually arrange the treatment reasonably close to where you live.
this could be the first step to changing your life as well as the first step that I took to changing mine. And if you do so, I wish you all the best and thank you for listening. Is your home safe from burglary? Do you want a home safety check? Age Concern Sirgar will provide advice, information and practical support to help alleviate the fear of burglary. This service is available to anyone 55 plus. A visit by an Age Concern Sirgar volunteer burglary advisor can be arranged to carry out an audit and advise you on how best to protect your home from burglary. Age Concerns Hilgar will work with its partners throughout Carmarthenshire. Not all areas in Carmarthenshire are covered by the scheme, but for more information or to arrange a visit, please contact Laura or Dennis on 01554 or call into the office at 8 Murray Street, Llanelli, SA151DZ, opening hours 9 to 4pm, Monday to Thursday, Friday 9am to 3.30pm. I repeat the telephone number 01554-784-080. Age Concern has a bilingual policy and a Welsh speaker is available on request. Have you ever struggled to see what everyone's laughing at in your favourite sitcom? Or pulled your chair closer to the TV so you can follow what's happening on Coronation Street? If so, then the Royal National Institute of Blind People, RNIB, has some great news for you. A free service called Audio Description, or AD, could transform your enjoyment of TV. It's a bit like a narrator telling a story. An additional commentary describes body language, expressions and movements on TV, allowing you to hear what you might not be able to see so you don't miss a thing. To receive AD you need digital TV, cable, satellite, certain digital free view boxes and certain integrated digital TVs will allow you to receive and use AD. In fact, if you have Sky or Virgin Media, you already have audio description and you just need to turn it on. Up to 2 million people with sight problems could currently be losing out by not using this service. RNIB wants this to change. If you want to find out more about audio description or how to get it, call RNIB's AD helpline on 08456010181 or visit the website at www.audiodescription.org.uk. Now, this is a very light piece of news, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. It's all about strings, jazz and chat. Ammonford and District Arts Club 
brings world-renowned musicians and broadcasters to Ammonford as part of its season of events. The world-famous Allegri String Quartet will perform at the Minor Theatre in Ammonford on Friday 29th February at 7.30pm. The String Quartet is celebrating its golden anniversary and their performance in Ammonford will feature Hayden and Beethoven and tickets are available from the theatre box office on 0845 226 March, the club is turning cool with a jazz night at the Ammon Centre featuring Dave Cottle. Tickets are available from the Arts Club on 01269-5925-32. Michael Patillo then comes to Ammonford on April 18th. The former Tory minister will host an evening at the Miners Theatre. Since leaving politics ten years ago, Michael has carved himself a successful career in broadcasting. He was last seen on TV earlier this year finding the perfect way of killing a human on the BBC Horizon documentary The Science of Killing. Tickets for an audience with Michael Patillo are available from the Miners Theatre box office on 0805 226 3510 There's something different. Young people clean up. Young people from Betus, Bankadraidenen and Kapelhendre have brightened up their areas by staging a number of voluntary litter picks. Carmarthenshire County Council youth workers based in the Ammon area and the Keep Wales Tidy organisation have been working together to develop litter pick projects. Organisers say the youngsters were enthusiastic and eager to give a helping hand with the aim of influencing other young people in their area to keep their streets tidy. 18 youngsters gave up their time to walk the streets and collect 19 bags of rubbish. Saran Richards, detached youth worker, said, I'm very proud of these youngsters. Quite often young people are labelled as troublemakers, but I sincerely hope that projects like this show people that there are youngsters out there that want to help and want to make our communities a better place to live in. She added, Ammonford youths have set a great example for young people as well as adults. Community care initiatives like this encourage residents to take care of their neighbourhoods and raises awareness of the litter that surrounds our villages. Tenant Network Meeting People living in council homes in the Ammon Valley area can find out more about the issues that affect them at the next Ammon Tenant Network Open Meeting. 
This will be held on Wednesday, March the 12th at 6pm in the lounge of Pantaboblin, Sheltered Housing Scheme, Inticross. This is a change from the previously advertised date. The meeting is an opportunity for members of tenants and residents associations to discuss matters that affect their communities, including antisocial behaviour, housing repairs, estates improvements on any housing issues. All council tenants living in the Ammon area are welcome. If you need a lift to the meeting, contact Carmarthenshire County Council Tenant Participation Officer Janet Griffiths on 01269598311. Janet Griffiths, 01269598311. Meetings over school merger plans. A church leader has given his blessing to the closure of a small village school in the Llandavri area. In what may seem like an unholy alliance to opponents of school closures in Carmarthenshire, it has been revealed that the Bishop of St David's, the Right Reverend Carl Cooper, has had talks with County Council Education Officers over the future of Capel Cunvac Church in Wales Primary School. Although it has been stressed that no firm decision has been taken, it has been confirmed that Killacum Primary will be closed. The two schools will be merged and housed in a new complex. The location of the new school has yet to be decided and it is believed the only sticking point to a deal is agreement from the Assembly on funding the project. Kapel Kunvab has just 10 pupils on the school roll and Killacum has 21 pupils. Carmarthenshire Council Chief Executive Mark James confirmed talks had been held over the possible closures. He told a meeting of the full council that he had met the bishop and agreement had been reached for one school under the Church in Wales banner. It is understood that the initial plan was to close both schools under the council's £140 million modernisation programme and transfer the pupils to Ascol Rees Pritchard in Llandavri. The church contacted the county council saying it was keen to keep a school presence in the area of the existing primaries, said a council spokesman. Talks were held with the other school involved and the preferred plan was to merge the schools to form a church voluntary aided school. The authority is happy to work with the church to pursue this aim. We are having discussions with the Assembly to try to secure funding for the scheme, but I stress that no decision has been reached. Joy at Six New Bays An Ammon Valley woman who cares for her 32-year-old disabled daughter is celebrating after getting six disabled parking bays installed at Ammon Valley Hospital. Former nurse Maureen Harris of Glenammon complained to council chiefs about the lack of disabled parking. So she was delighted to find six places in the hospital car park after Christmas. 
My daughter is in a wheelchair and has learning difficulties, so it has been very hard not having parking bays, Maureen told the Guardian. I've, been see- I've seen people struggling on walking sticks trying to get to the hospital, she said. I'm grateful to the County Council for listening to the points I raised and for actually doing something about it. Give me shelter, but not if it encourages bad behaviour. Shandabia councillors have backtracked on a move to place a shelter at the children's playground in the village because they say residents are suffering late-night disturbances. The authority had earlier agreed to splash out £4,500 on a new shelter, but veteran councillor Nesta Price has now hit out at the plan. Problems there are bad enough already, she told colleagues. Imagine how much worse they'd be if we installed a shelter. There's an awful lot of noise between midnight and 1am, which is just not fair on the people living nearby. This is happening in the small hours of the morning on a regular basis and residents cannot get any sleep. Putting a shelter there is not a good idea. If it's a wet day, the children should just go home rather than stand around in wet clothes. Councillor Marion Bowen suggested the local youth council should be asked what facilities are needed. Co-op tunes in to classical music to keep yobs at bay. A co-op shelter, sorry, a co-op scheme to deter youth from congregating outside the stores in Swansea by playing classical music has been so successful it has been extended to the Ponta Dawa branch. The Herbert Street store is now broadcasting music on external speakers. Staff say the initiative is already having the desired effect by keeping potential troublemakers away. Some of our stores have problems with youths who gather outside, said spokesman Paul Martin. They can intimidate shoppers and staff. Playing the music makes our shops less cool as places for youngsters to hang out and can make life much easier for everyone. The taped music by composers such as Vivaldi and Tchaikovsky is controlled by shop staff who can adjust the volume to deter youths as they gather outside. Park, a disgrace and an eyesore. Penegros is set to double in size over the next 15 years and deserves to have a modern park fit for a town rather than a village. That was the upbeat message conveyed to Llandebia councillors last week by those behind an ambitious £300,000 scheme to bring Penegros Park into the 21st century. The meeting also heard how what had once been the jewel in Penegros's crown had in recent years become something of a liability. Ian Sutton, chairman of the Park Development Steering Group, did not mince his words. This park is a disgrace to Penegros, and to think our parents saved their pennies for it, he said. The place has become an absolute eyesore, and I speak as someone who has lived in the area all his life. Ward Development Officer Phil Owen said the list of aims included better security, improved maintenance, pathways for cycling and walking, a skate park and purpose-built youth facility. He estimated the total cost would exceed £300,000 to be obtained through grant funding and added that £80,000 had been set aside already. 
A key issue was maintenance, with possible funding coming from the County Council, Community Council, Rugby Clubs and Welfare Association. Mr Owen suggested a trust fund set up to cover maintenance costs could be monitored by the Community Council, which would ensure local ownership and help engender local pride in what was being done. Passenger trains set to make a comeback. The sight of passenger trains travelling through the Ammon Valley has moved a step closer. A positive meeting was held between the Ammon Valley Railway Society and Celtic Energy. The mining company agreed, in principle, to work with the society, ensuring a lengthy battle to get trains back on track received a huge boost. A spokesman for the society said, The mineral line from Pantafanan to Tagwaith is anticipated to open around August, so it is feasible that a timeshare could be undertaken. Coal trains would run only part of the time, probably no more than three empties up and three loaded down, allowing a passenger service to run three or four days a week, hopefully on a regular basis, including Fridays and the weekends. The next stage is to arrange a meeting with Network Rail. Young families at risk. Mums walking their children to school along a Penagross road are running the gauntlet of heavy lorries using a nearby building site, according to concerned councillors. They say the school run in Cabrin Road is hazardous for pedestrians. Now, County Councillor Sean Thomas has pledged to raise the matter at County Hall before a serious accident takes place. Councillor Alan Lewis told fellow Shandabia community councillors how he watched a young mum trying to cross Cadbrin Road with her children. The stretch from the school down to Cadbrin is very dangerous, he said. My big fear is that a child will suffer a major injury. This is an awful situation created by the County Planning Department. Councillor Thomas said the lollipop lady, whose job was to see children across Waterloo Road, could not be in two places at once. We should note the numbers of vehicles driving dangerously and report them, she said. Hello, Bob. Dewis in my heavy. Um, in the Sen Hanesan or a Gilchronic Loman, Anginta, a bead of drama. Da with the Simon Watts and a well die Gartrev and a Betus, Kin and a Dolig. Cavalier Simon, a others, can a skull Gumrai Gridaman, a can a skull Govin Dufrinaman, Kin Mindy Goleg drama Rose Burford. With the Gorfeni Gors Colleg, the Creo the Rayerva Professional, and Camrir Hanmu Nivero Dramai and Soiger. Ar ddechrau 2007, dechwilodd Simon i Gymru i ymddangos ar lwyfan gyda Theatr Genedlaethol Cymru yn addasiad Sean Eirian o'r nofel Cysgod y Cryman, ac wedi hynny yn Porth y Byddar, drama Manon Eames, am foddi dyffryn trewerin yn y 60. Mae Simon hefyd wedi cymru rhan yn y gyfres deledu y pris ar es pedwarec. Ar hyn o bryd, mae yn paratoi chwarae pyc mewn cynhyrchiad newydd spon o Midsummer Night's Dream, gan gwmni Theatr Clwyd, 
Bydd mynd ymlaen trwy gydol mis chwefror yn y wyddgrig. Cyn symud ymlaen i'r theatr newydd yng Nghaerdydd, rhwng y pedwerydd a'r wythfed o fis mawrth. Mae Simon y fab i non a Philip Watts, parc bwtri mawr y betws, ac yn ŵyr i Jean a'r diweddar Robert Ivan, heol y betws. Yn ôl i arfer pan yn ôl yn y betws, bydd Simon yn y gwasanaeth nadolig yng Nghapel Newydd. Gan fod un o'r bechgyn ifanc yn sal, daeth Simon i'r adwy a chymru dylai yn y gwasanaeth, syrpreis annisgwyl ond dymunol i'r gynulleidfa. Dymunol pob bendydd a llwyddiant iddo yn y faes yn y dyfodol. Cilch cinio tybiau Gwelsom nifer go dda am bresennol yng Nghymarfod cyntaf lwyddi newydd ar y rhai nos ferchero iawnawr yn y mochyn deiar fel arfer. Croesawyd pawb i'r cyfarfod gan caderu Dr. Gwiliam Daniels ac fe ddymunodd flwyddyn newydd ddedwydd i'r holl aelodau. Ar ôl bwyd, cawswm noson ddifyr yng nghwmni ein cydelodau a caril edwards a gethyn rhys. Roedd hi'n dweud i paratoi cwys sy'n diddanu a chawswm dipyn o hwyl yn ein timau yn ceisio dod o hyd yr atebion i gyd. Roedd pawb yn werthfarogol iawn o waith y ddau gyfaill a diolchodd y caderu ddiddynt ar ein rhan ar ddiwedd y noson. Noson y gwragedd fydd ein cyfarfod nesaf a'r nosadon chwefrodd 16 yn y mochyn deiar eto. Glan Davies fydd yn gwestai ac ydychwn ymlaen am noson hapus a llwyddiannus. Er mwyn tegwch a pherchennog y mochyn deiar, bydd y swyddogion yn ei olchgar am cael gwybod mewn da bryd faint sy'n bwriadu bod yn bresennol, felly cysylltwch chi'n gynteg y posib os gwelwch yn dda. Ac yna o'r cinio Cymraeg Cylch Rydaman. Cynhaliwyd cinio cyntaf y lwyddyn newydd yn y ganolfan aman Rydaman nos iau i ôn ar y trydydd, 2008, gan lywyddiaeth o'r islywydd Alun Richards o'r Decroes. Fel arfer ar sblynyddoedd bellach, ar ddechlau blwyddyn newydd, cawyd cwys o dan ofal Edwin Williams Capel Henry. Hwn yw'r unfe tro'r ddeg i Edwin fod yn gyfrifol ac fe gafo'i noson hwylus dros ben, yn ceisio datrys yr amrywiol gwestiynau ar ffyrf llun a thap. Rhanwyd yr elodau i bump grŵp ac fe gafwyd cystadleiaeth agos dros ben. Diolchwyd i Edwin gan Hevin Williams y drysorydd am noson arbennig iawn. Cynhelu'r y ginio nesaf yn y ganolfan aman nos iau chwefrod y saethfed yn brydlon am gwartau wedi saith o'r gloch pryd y bydd yn newyddiadurwr o bontfaen aled hiw yn brif westai. Fe gynhelu'r y ginio gwyl ddewi ar nos iau mawrth o chweched yng ngwestu'r hyd gwyn yn llandeilo am hynna'r awrdys saith erbyn wyth o'r gloch. Y prif westai fydd alun gebyrd o lan y bie. Croesewyr y gwragedd a ffrindiau i'r ginio ac fe allwch ystyllti ar ysgrifennu ddelfryn Thomas. Ffôn 2169-593-679 am wybodaeth pellach. Ac yna o'r swydd newydd Nia Dafydd. Mae Nia Dafydd sy'n drigen 35 oed ac yn dod y benigroes gerrhyd aman wedi ei ffenodi'n gynhyrchydd yr adran rhaglenni plant S41. Fe fynychodd Nia Ysgol Dyffryn Aman yn Rhyd Aman gan mynd ymlaen i ystudio addysg Gymhrif Ysgol Bangor. Mae un ymuno a S41 o'r cwmni teledu annibynol agenda Tinopolis yn Llanelli sydd wedi ei leoli yn Llanelli. Yn ei swydd newydd yn S41 fe fydd Nia'n gyd gynhyrchu planet plant bach a planet plant sef y pytiau sy'n cynsyllu rhaglenni unigol ac sy'n arwain gwasanaeth y sianel ar gyfer plant. Fe fydd yn gyfribol am ylogi sgriptiau, dyfeisio syniadau newydd a datblygu elfen rhyngweithiol ar ffyrf Vox Pops, 
olair pinion a gemai. Mae nia wedi gweithio fel cylfwyn rhaig ar nifer o raglenni as pedwarec gan gynnwys uned pimp, cel fecati, slot sadwrn ac y sioi gelf ar ôl cychwyn ei gyrfa fel cylfwyn rhaig ar un o raglenni plant y sianel, slot 23. Mae hefyd wedi cyflwyno, cynhyrchu a chyfarwyddau temau heno a pnawn da yn ogystal y gweithio ar gynhyrchiadau arbennig o raglenni hyn. Yn briod gyda mab dwy blwyddoed, a bellach yn byw'n ngherdydd, meddai nia, rwy fwrdd fy modd wedi cael ailymuno a esbedorec fel cynhyrchydd. Mae'r swydd newydd yma yn mynghallu ogi roi fy mhrofiadau o weithio yn y byd teledu o flaen yn ogystal y tu ôl i'r camera i ddefnydd da. Mae Siwan Jobins, Comisiynydd Rheglenni Plant a esbedorec yn ychwanegu, mae gan nia brofiad hilaith o'r byd teledu ac mae'n gyfarwydd iawn gyda'r genre plant a'n cynulleidfa. Mae hi'n gwybod beth sy'n cadw diddordeb y plant a beth sydd yn mynd â'i bryd, rydym wrth ein boddau yn eich rhoi i'r tîm. A nawr rhan allan o'r cylchrawn y llofwr, stori am Gillian Elisa, hyn yn hyn. Does dim llawer octorion yn cael gyrfa mor hir ac amrywiol a Gillian Elisa, a bellach mi fydd yn bosib darllen hanes y ferch o lambed yn ei hunangofiant hyn yn hyn, sy'n cael ei gyhoeddi gan was gwynedd fel rhan o gyfres y cewri. Yn fwyaf enwog am chwarae'r rhan Sabrina yn pobl y cwm ar bondi grybwyll Mrs. Ott dros y blynyddoedd, mae Gillian wedi cael rhannau mewn sawl cyfres deledu gan gynnwys dinas, minafon, yr heliwr, glanhafren, iachu da a llawer mwy yn y Gymraeg. Yn y Seisneg mae wedi cael rhannau amlwg mewn cyfresu Megis Mortimer's Law, Forever Green, A Mind to Kill, a belonging. Mae hefyd wedi cael grun lwyddiant yn cyflwyno yn canu ac yn actio ar lwyfannau yng Nghymru a Thiwnt. Ganwyd Gillian Elizabeth Thomas yn 1953, ac magwyd hi a'i brawd alun yng Nghymuniad Glos Llambed, tref sydd yn dal i fod yn bwysig iawn iddi, a sy'n rhan fawr o'i stori. Drwy draddodiad cryf o'i steddfoda, ac yn hyrchu sioiau llwyfan yn ysgol, bian iawn y sylweddolodd y Gillian Thomas ifanc ei bod wrth ei bodd yn diddanu ac yn gwneud i bobl chwerthyn. Yn y llyfr mae'r hanes tripiau gardydd gyda'i anti-marged, yr ysbrydoliaeth ar gyfer Mrs. Ott, i'r pictures fel ffilmiau fel South Pacific, Oklahoma, My Fair Lady a'r Sound of Music. Doedd ddim trwy nôl ar ôl hynny ac yn wir pan oedd rhaid i Gillian newid ei henw er mwyn cael cerdyn equity, fe benderfynodd gyfuno enw ei harwres, Lisa Minnelli, ei hoff gymeriad o My Fair Lady, Elisa Doolittle, a chymreigio'r enw canol. Mae'r gyfrol a sgrifennol Gillian gyda help ei ffrind y ddarlledwraig Sean Thomas yn adrodd hanes ei hamser yn yr ysgol a'r coleg, ei diwrnod cyntaf set pobl y cwm a llawer iawn o storiau difyr a doniol am fywyd ac ar oddi ar y llwyfan i gyd yn steil a thafodiaeth unigrwyr ac torres. Bwrw da, odri sy'n darllen i chi bwrw yma. Cornel Natyr, Bwd Tinwen Er gwaith efo tywydd gwlyb yn ddiweddar, rwyf wedi achub, achub ar bob cyfle i fynd allan i'r awyr agored. Felly roedd hi bythefnos yn ôl. Tia chanol pnawn a mynna wedi bod yn gaeth i'r tŷ, mentrais i gyfeiriad planhigfa, bryn llefrith. A mynydd y gwair. Ardal sydd bron a bod yn ail gartref i mi erbyn hyn. 
digon diflas oedd y tywydd, ac ychydig o adar oedd i'w gweld. Treuliais oedd eiti dwy awr yn troedio drwy'r goedwig, a dim ond gweld tu a hanner dwsyn o adar drwy'w ren yn bennaf, a'r ei chafbwynt oedd clocell werdd, green woodpecker. Llwyddes i godi un caffalog, woodcock, yng nghanol y coed, ond dim o'n flach oedd honno. Felly yn naethaf digalon y troediais yn ôl i'r car. Wrth ychwelyd, sylwais ar y derin yn hedfan, nid nepell o'r car. Ar yr olo gyntaf, tybiais mae gwylan y doedd. Yna, codi'r spiendrych, er mwyn cael golwg gwell. Wel, dyna lawenydd wrth sylwi, mae caeliog bod tinwen, hen hariau, oedd yno. A'i wylio yn hofran yn hamddennol braf ar yr awel. Dyma'r tro cyntaf i mi weld caeliog y rhywogaeth. Yma, rwy fa'r sawl a chlysur wedi gweld yr iâr neu adar ifanc. Llyw brown sydd i'r iâr a'r adar ifanc gyda sgwar gwyn amlwg ar y crwmp wrth iddynt hedfan. Mae'r caeliog yn aderyn tipyn mwy y deniadol. Llwydlas sydd iddo gyda blaen yr ydynydd yn ddi a'r sgwar gwyn yn amlwg ar eu grwmp. Mae iddo ydynydd hir a mae'n tebyg iawn i'r barcid goch. Yn nodweddiadol, mae'n dynhofran gyda'i ydynydd a'r siâp llythyren fi a dyma i nodwedd i'w hydnabod yn y maes, yn enwedig wrth iddynt hela i'wch ben y mawndir. Gan mae lliw llwydlas sydd iddo, ceir a'i alw yn hebog llwydlas, neu yn hebog las a bod glas mewn rhai ardaloedd. Perthyn i daelu ar adar ysglyfaethus mae'r bod tinwen. Ar y cyfan, adar man a mamaliaid yw ei brai, ond weithiau byddant yn manteisio ar brai megis ysgafarnog neu adar gem sydd wedi'u hanafu. Yn wahanol i nifer fawr o rhywogaethau yr adar ysglyfaethus, nythu ar y llawr na'r bod tinwen fel arfer mewn grig trwchus ar yr ucheldir ymhell o ymyraeth dyn. Yn ddiweddar, cafwyd cofnod o'r aderyn yn nythu mewn coed pyn wedi eu difrodi mewn stormydd yng nghogledd i werddon. Ar rai y degau, mae un caelog yn gallu paru gyda dwy iâr, fe fydd yr iâr yn dodwy pedwar neu bump o wyau rhwng ebrill a mai, ac yn deor yr wyau am oedd eiti 32 o ddiwrnodau. Unwaith mae'r ciwion allan o'r wyau, mae'n tynfiwiog iawn a'n gallu hedfan o'r nith mewn tua 30 neu 40 diwrnod. Gan fod y bod dinwen yn nythu ar y llawr, mae'r nith a'r ciwion mewn perygl mawr o dy gelynion, ac adno yw'r gelyn pennaf, ond nid yw dyn achwaith, dyn achwaith am gadael llonydd iddynt. Mewn ardaloedd lle mae hela grigeir graws yn boblogaeth, fe fydd y bod tinwen yn cael ei erlyd. Mae'r arfer o losgi grig hefyd yn difa sawl nis yn ystod y tymor. 
Fedd i o gelu'r ar y derin o dan gyfraith gwlad a gellir disgwyl dirwy neu garchar am amharu arno. Rhai o uchel diroedd gogledd Cymru yw cadarnle nythu'r aderyn yma yng Nghymru. Lle cafwyd cynnydd yn aniferoedd drwy diogelu, diogeli cynnefyn nythu a sicrhau diogelwch a chadwriaeth ar iddo. Mae'n siŵr y bydd hyn gryn amser eto cyn y caf weld cailiog bod tinwen ond fe lwyddodd y cailiog yma i ddod a thipyn o hailwen i gyfnod digon diflas gan dewi lewis. Y diweddar Meryl Campbell Yng nghanol mis rhagfyr 2007 Hynodd Meryl Campbell Wech heol cwmaman glanaman yn 72 mlwydd oed ar ôl cystydd byr. Yr oedd Meryl yn wraig arbennig ac yn fam dyner ac anwyl iawn i Kevin a Darrell. Mam yng nghyfraith hoffus i Mary a Rian. Mam gigariadus i Ceris, Catrin, Gwenan, Lois a Betsan ac yn briod hoff i'r diweddar Richard. Gwnaeth Meryl waith ar isrol yn ei chwm ac fe fydd y bwlch yn enfawr ar ei hôl. Ar oedd yn byw y pethau ac yn gymais, gymrais o'i ffen i'w sawdl. Hyd yn oed ar ddiwedd ei bywyd, yr oedd hi'n darllen yn ddiwyd llenyddiaeth a barddoniaeth Cymru, a hyfryd oedd bod yn ei chwmni yn trafod y pethau a hithau yn dweud ei barn am bopeth mor onest a chywrain. Yr oedd wrth ei bod yng nghwmni ei chyd Gymru ac yn trafod popeth mor glod wyw ac yr oedd pawb yn parchu barn Meryl. Hyfryd oedd ei chwmni yn methel newydd, a'i chapel a olygau tipyn iddi. Ac hefyd y gwaithgareddau diwylliannol a oedd yn rhan bwysig iawn o'i bywyd. Meryl oedd yr athrawes a berbynnau'r plant iau i fewn i ysgol glanaman ac fe barchau pob un ohonynt ac roeddent hwy yn ei pharchu hithau ac yn dal i ddiolch am yr holl bethau a oedd wedi ei dysgu iddynt. Yr oedd Meryl yn gynlywydd merched o wawr hyd aman ar cylch ac yn aelod selog ers hawl blwyddyn. Pan oedd ei steddfod yr urdd yng Nghaerfyrddin y llynedd Yr oedd wrth y lliw yn casglu arian ati fel y gwnaeth hefyd pan ddaeth yr eisteddfod genedlaethol i Landeilo yn 1998. Hi oedd y cyntaf i fod yn aelod o'r pwyllgor lleol. Rwyf ond wedi rhestru dim ychydig o'r pethau yn ei bywyd yr oedd yn falch i'w cefnogi. Yr oedd capel bethel newydd dan ei sang ar ddydd a'i hangladd ac yn wir Yr oedd llu o bobl y tu allan a dim lle iddynt i mewn i wasanaeth o ddiolchgarwch am fywyd Meryl. Cafwyd ar y diwrnod hwnnw daimged i mam gi gan Gwenan, merch hynaf Kevin a Mary, a dyma'r cynnwys i chwi a'i ddarllen. Taimged i mam gi. Pan mae rhywun arbennig yn marw, mae seren ddisglair yn ymddangos yn yr awyr, i olaio'r ffordd i ni ar gyfer y dyfodol. Dyna fel torodd dad yn newyddion i ni fel plant fod mam gi 
Campbell wedi marw yn yr ysbyty. Yn oson honno, sefer daeddegfed, un ar ddegfed o rhagfyr, roedd hi'n osor glir ac fe es i mas i'r ardd i edrych lan tuag at y nefoedd ac fe welais i seren oedd yn disglerion fwy llachar nac unrhyw un arall. Mam gi oedd hi yn gwenu arnom ni. Roedd mam gi yn berson arbennig iawn. Roedd hi wastad wedi gwisgo'n smart ac yn edrych yn ifancach na'i hoedran. Roedd gwen ar ei gwyneb o hyd ac roedd hi wrth ei bodd yng nghanol bobl. Roedd mam gi wastad yn fisi, doedd hi ddim yn credu mewn gwastraffu amser. Pan oedd hi'n cerdded, roedd hi wastad ar ras a'i choesau bach yn mynd ffwl pelt. Roedd hi wedi llanw ei bywyd ers colli datgu ac yn aml pan roedd hi'n ei ffonio neu galw ei gweld, doedd hi ddim gartre. Doedd hi'n ei llai mewn cangel a'r drip neu mewn cafarfod. Ond er mor llawn oedd ei bywyd, roedd wastod amser gyda ni hi i ddod i'n gweld fel plant. Roedd hi'n aml yn dod i'n hôl ni o'r ysgol. Mynd â ni wersi piano a nofio, a'n cefnogi mewn eisteddfodau neu'n gwarchod ni ar nos adon. Ar ôl ein cael ni i'r gwelyn yn nos, roedd rhai darllen stori neu ddarn o farddoniaeth. Roedd hi weisiau yn adrodd storiau amdani hi yn ferch fach. Yn helpu e mam i wneud menyn, yn dysgu reid o beic neu hôl dŵr o'r ffynnon cyn mynd i'r ysgol yn y bore. Pan o'n un fach, do'n i ddim yn gallu deall pan nad oedd dŵr i gael o'r tap, a phan nag o'n rhwn nôn prynu e menyn yn Tesco. Gan fod mam gi yn dod o'r blad, nant y mynydd oedd ei hoff gerdd, ac roedd hi wrth ei bodd yn adrodd y penillion i ni fel plant. Roedd mam gi yn joio clebran. Bob tro, ro'n i'n mynd i siopa gyda hi yn rhydaman, cair fyrddu neu abertawe, roedd hi wastad yn gweld rhywun oedd hi'n iad nabod. Ac roedd hi'n deg munud yn mynd bob tro cyn bod mam gi yn stopo siarad. Un peth oedd hi'n dweud wrtho ni o hyd fel plant, Oedd bod rhaid i ni wneud yn goren yr ysgol a bod yn neis i bawb. Roedd mam gi yn berson caredig iawn. Oedd wastod yn barod i helpu pobl llai ffodydd na hi. Gan fod cymaint dod lodi yn y byd, un o gas bethau mam gi oedd gwastraffu bwyd ac roedd hi'n gwneud yn siŵr bod popeth wedi ei fwyto, fwyta cyn y sel baedit. Byddwn ni fel pump wires, yn gweld a'i haisian fawr, ond byddwn wastod yn cofio amdani. Bydd bwlch mawr yn y teulu ar ei hôl, bydd un cadair wag wrth y ford, a bydd y ffôn yn dawel ar nôl sîl. Diolch i ti, mam gi, am fod yn ffrind annwyl i Ceris, Catrin, Lois, Betsan a fi. Byddwn ni byth yn anghofio amdana ti. Roedd ti'n seren, ac fe o laiais ti'r bywydau ni gyd gydag dy gariad a dy ddaioni.